How much time till we're on? I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Happy birthday, happy, <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Who the hell is singing this? I thought we might have the Beatles. Like happy birthday or something like that. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of Sports Day. Oh, because it is Scott Sattler's 52nd birthday. Oh. You're a year younger than me. You look much older. I feel a lot older. Happy birthday, Satsy. Thank you very much. Thank you very much to friends and family that have reached out today. Steve has got in early and said, happy birthday, Sats. Have you had a good day, mate? I have. You share your birthday with Taylor Swift, according to the kids. And Arthur Summons. Mm, who's bigger? Well, I'd Arthur say T Swizzle. Arthur Summons five foot three, so Did he mm. come on. Did he date Kelsey? No. <laughs> he says, make it an even greater day, Sats, and keep the last laugh in the holster for tonight. Oh, come on. You can't say that. Yeah. Wanna wish Sats happy birthday? Uh, go ahead, oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. He's asked uh, for no flowers uh, mm. tonight, just... Because they die. That's right. I say that to the miso all the time. What is the point? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Particularly when you get them from the survey, they're not the freshest. Yep. And the time you take them, they're dead in a couple of... That's not our relationship. Our, our relationship is flourishing and growing. Based on food. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Hey, listen, big show tonight. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network. SCN Network in Sydney, 1170, uh, 693 SCNQ in Brizzy. Track stations throughout New South Wales and Queensland. Of course, SCN Fanatic, those listening through the SCN app. If you haven't downloaded the SCN app yet, well, then I've got no excuse for you. Just go to the App Store or Google Play, download You're missing that. out. You are. You're actually yeah. missing out on... Uh, all of our SEN stations and live live and podcast content news, everything from around the globe. Also, SENZ, hello to our listeners in New Zealand. Uh, we are here for Kia, World Gym and Nutrient Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers, get involved. 0457 736 736 if you're in Australia, 8833 in NZ or call us. Don't be shy, one three hundred oh one. 11.70. Big show. Very shortly. In like 30 seconds. Mm. Tigers interim CEO Shane Richardson, will be, which is getting him up on the phone now, will be joining us on the show. He had his media conference today. Had lots of things to talk about. He and will make you believe. Yeah, well, I, I mm. got that from watching that today. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty excited for, um, for West Tigers supporters. But not only is Richo joining us. Um, Jai Arrow, one of the best mullets you'll find in world sport from the Mighty Bunnies, uh, will be joining us uh, on the show as well. And anytime, if you want to get involved, please do. Uh, actually, Richo's on the phone. Let's go to it now, Satsi. Yeah, I've been in rugby league since I was seven years old from Cunnamulla. I've been lucky enough to use my business background to parlay in to be in rugby league for the last 30-something years as a CEO. But at the end of the day, it's, it's about I love the game. I love what I'm doing. Now, that's the man who is now the interim CEO of the West Tigers. He will put his feet under the desk. No doubt he has started already, Sats. Shane Richardson. Um, 
Uh, you you worked with him at the Panthers. You played under his yep. leadership. Good operator. As a South yeah. Sydney fan, I want to thank him for doing his bit to give us uh, a premiership in 2014. And will history repeat itself third time in a row? He's joining us now on Sports Day. Shane Richardson, congratulations on the appointment. Thanks very much, fellas. Appreciate it. Now, Richo, what is it about you? I mean, you're about to go into semi-retirement and... And all of a sudden, the bat phone rings. And what is it with you and clubs that need an SOS? Um, look, man, I've had a few opportunities over the last few years. I never really, I mean, got out of South, but I just needed to have a break and started my company up, Rich Digital, with my son Brent, which has been really good and cathartic and loved it. But, uh, you know, I, I wasn't really interested in most other things because, I mean, the crucial thing about taking over clubs, you've got to have power and control to be able to do the things you need to do to turn things around and uh, that starts at board level so um, I would never have considered it um, in the past um, with, with West Tigers but um, when they came to me and explained what they were going to do and uh, I really only knew last well, just last Thursday you know it's a chance to take a team from the bottom to the top a great club like West Tigers and try and pick up the second premiership um, and, I, and I felt good about it I spoke to my son and my family and uh, and I, I tell, they want to anyway. I told them I'd, I'd do it for interim six months and then see how we feel and, and go from there. But in that six months, I've got you know the power to be able to make the changes and that needed to be done within the club to set it up for long term. Now you've been in this position before. You of course when you came from Brisbane with Langy to go to the Cronulla Sharks, they became financial financially viable and minor premiers in '99, and then you go to Penrith in 2000 end of 2001, 2002, win a comp. You go to South and do the same. So when you weigh them all up, and I heard the press conference today, when you weigh them all up, you feel as though the West Tigers are in a, a much better position. What do you mean by that? Is that financially, oh, no commercially? Well, well, let's just have a look. at Cronulla was in liquidation when John and I went there. Mm. When they're on the bottom of the ladder in liquidation, and they didn't know they were going to survive for the next month. So, I mean, it's a different... And then, you know, in, in Hull and England, they were releg- in a relegation zone and, you know, bottom of the ladder and all the rest of it. So... Yeah, Penrith were wooden spooners. Never forget that. People do seem to forget that when we took over. And um, but but they had money, mate. At the end of the day, they had money. Uh, Cronulla never had money. South had no money when I went there. We had to go through the drama of you know revitalising the club through Russell's ownership, which was so important. We could have done it without him. But when you go to West Tigers, mate, you got a situation with an enormously strong uh, Leeds club, great training facility, a squad that needs to be built on, a quality young coach going forward. Um, Mate, there's not too many negatives. People seem to think there's negatives because they want a wooden spoon, but that's, as you know as well as I do, that can change overnight. And uh, if the attitude and ethos is right, and uh, I think I, I think there's the making of a good club there. Well, I, I love where you said you hate the word rebuild because so do I. Because you're not going to basically just strip no. the place back bare and start again. You've got some really good people that are in their mm. positions there. What so what is the the immediate focus, Richo? From a probably more so from a rugby league point of view, because that's where the fans look and they say. We want wins. So what's the immediate focus there? Yeah. Well, I think the first thing you've got to do, mate, you, you, to win games, you need a good coach. And, and you need to put systems around that coach that support him and make him feel comfortable to be able to do his job. And that's really, really important. And make sure that he's focusing on what he has to do and not involved with a whole lot of bushfires that happen around the club mm. um, that he needs to get involved with. And that's what I do, mate. I, you know, I'll allow Benji to do his job, be the coach he wants to be, make the decisions on the team. Certainly, as I said today, you know, tighten up what we do in recruitment, tighten the way we do recruitment, 
certainly tighten up the link from the club and the, the bullshit that goes on with that. Um, just make things more like a real footy club. And then mate, Benji and the, and the squad have got to work towards, you know, uh, um, you know, winning games. And, and that's, you know, that's, I, can't, well, I can't do that for them. But what I can do is make job, Benji's job as easy as possible to be able to focus on doing the job. Richard, how important is, and I see that they appointed a, a role uh, around that general manager of, of rugby league role. How important is it for a CEO to, to have a, an astute general manager of rugby league that, that acts as a bit of a buffer to the, the football department? Well, one of the problems you've got, mate, and that's why I, when I went back to South the last time, when I was the NRL to go back, I said, Russell, we, we need to set up a system where, like the American NFL and, and English soccer, where you've got somebody running the administration is really good at that. And then somebody running the football. I was a bit fortunate because I was good on both sides. I had football knowledge and I had it. But there's very few CEOs in the game that's got that. So you've got to set up a structure where that football department can operate really cleanly without interference. And at the same time, you've got to have an engine on the other side producing the money. And they don't always cross over. Mm. Um, and I think that's one of the fallacies in the game today is that people are trying to make you know square pegs in round holes. And, uh, you know, and, and I, I think that that's the crucial part about it. You've got to have a close look at it. The other thing people always forget, mate, is that, you know, really, if the word football club is at the front of it, it's not an accounting club. It's not a, a, a sponsorship club. It's, not a, it's, a, it's a football club. And the first thing you've got to focus in on making football successful. Yep. Yeah, I love that. Mm. Hey, Richo, um, no doubt you've seen the report with the recommendations. Can we ask how many things are on the list or how many are a priority for you? Mate, the answer is I have not seen the report. Uh, I knew of the, the, the uh, governance changes that have happened, um, but I have not actually read the report yet, mate. So I'll read that um, and the KPI. Well, obviously, this is a big part of it, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go over that. I don't start till the 2nd of January, so I, I want to sort of get on to the things that I need to deal with straight away and, and let the board handle that at the moment. In saying that, Richo, seeing you haven't seen it, which is interesting, and, and it doesn't surprise me with you because you've been in this position not only in rugby league but in business as well. But have you got a bit of a management blueprint when you go into these situations yeah. that you just say, okay, I've got my checklist, I know what I've got to do? Yep. Yeah, I do, mate. I do have that. I mean, the first thing is I never go into a club you know, thinking about sacking people. I want to go into a club and see... Sometimes the people are, are, are much better at their jobs than people give them credit for. They're just the systems they've worked on that haven't been successful. So I don't bring my own people into clubs. Uh, maybe Laney and I are coaching wise <laughs> on one or two occasions. Uh, but, the, uh, but as far as everything else goes, mate, I don't, I'm not going in there to change. What I am going in there to do is to change systems around to make it workable, things that I know work properly, um, communication that I know works properly, control, uh, control and tightening of things and recruitment and everything else. I'm not about spending money. I'm, I always, I've got a great saying, and, and I mean it. I mean, you, you play just as well on rump steak as you do on fillet. So, and I think we've got a bit of fillet involved at the moment. We've just got to make sure we tighten it up and make it a really tasty rump. Now, <laughs> there's, a, there's a young man that's on the, and I heard your comments, and I love the way that, you, and how the high praise you gave to, to Jerome Lua. Not only as a rugby league player, but as a human being off the field and how important he is to a club. Now, you brought a, a young man who plays a lot like Jerome Luai and vice versa, Preston Campbell to the to the Panthers in two thousand and three, and he was so important to our to the playing group. How important is Jerome getting him to the club in ensuring that this club tastes success sooner rather than later? Well, the first thing is, mate, you can't pull all the eggs in one basket. I mean, the Tigers have been cha- you know they've chased a lot of people over the period that I've been watching them without success. 
Um, but the crucial thing about Jerome Luau is that, is that, you know, I just know the quality of human being he is and the quality of leader he is and, more importantly, the talent he is. So, yeah, of course it's important, mate. Everybody, if you haven't got a, spy, a strong spine, you can't win. It's simple as that. You've got to get a strong spine. We've got a great young kid coming through at fullback. Uh, Dewey's still out with that. I think Dewey's a really outstanding 5'8". I really do. Um, and But he's not going to be back until June next year. Um, you brought in Bud Sullivan. You know, he's got to prove himself in that half role. But, the, yeah, to bring in a luau, mate, really makes that spine look special. Um, and But, you know, at the end of the day, you do your best. You make the offers and um, hopefully it comes along. But uh, I think that uh, – I'm, not, I'm not trying to – I would have John Graham Luau in our club tomorrow, and I'll be doing everything I can to bring him to the club. You're not the only one. I think a lot of He's people. He's the most love... important part. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Um, we're chatting to Shane Richardson on Sports Day, the interim. I'll, g- I'll give you. I'll give you an exclusive this afternoon, too. Here's an exclusive for you. We'll take We've it. We've actually withdrawn our offer. We've withdrawn our offer from Adam Fanua Blake. Okay. Okay. And 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 why is that, Richo? Is that just based on the salary cap, or is it more a bit of a research around the player? Oh, no, I know he's a great player. He's one of the top three front rowers of the game. But, mate, you know, you know, we've got a really good... Our forward pack's really strong, and we can add for that through our young players coming through. And um, but, and we've got a really great young half coming through too, but and we don't want to seal that off. But, you know, I, 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 we need flexibility in our cap to be able to do things that we need to do to make us stronger now. Um, and uh, and from that point of view, it's in my opinion, and, and also Benji's opinion, because I wouldn't do it without Benji's, but, you know, it's not anything to do with that. It's to, everything to do with where we need to focus our attention on. I love the way you just keep including Benji in all your conversations, Richard. Have you had a have, well, you, had a, have, have you had a good chat to him at yeah, all? Yeah, I've had a really good well, I've had a really good chat with him this afternoon, and you know we, you know we like you know we I think we've got a good rapport straight away, and he knows where I what I think, and you know, and he, I know what he thinks, and uh, and uh, you know it, it's give man you can't you can't make at the end of the day, mate. Benji Marshall. Besides, is, is the most important thing whether we win or lose on Saturday, on Sundays, and so you can't bring players into the club that he doesn't want, or staff into the club that he doesn't want, or or whatever it is. He's got to have a say in what's going on, and certainly with players, mate. I, I'd never, I've never brought a player into a club yet that that uh, the, the coach didn't want. Mm. I mean, we we have discussions and things about it and throw it back and forth. But when it gets down to the crunch and the coach says, "Look, mate, I don't want him." Well, then he's not going to come. So it's as simple as that. All right. Take it easy on the bunnies, could you, for us? Don't go too hard on them. Uh, <laughs> well, mate, I don't think the bunnies are specials to win it this year. I really do. I think, you know, I think last year was a bit of a hiccup. They fixed the, the challenges and they brought, a, you know, probably one of the best players in the game into the club. And, you know, providing they keep well, I mean, they need to get some guru. The guru is involved, the god who overlooks Penrith. He stops yeah. any injury happening to anybody. Oh, they no. need one of those clouds to come over uh, over south because <laughs> you know that, that the injury run last year was horrendous, and it was. I just cannot believe how often Penrith don't have injuries. Must mm. be that fresh mountain water sats. Is that <laughs> what it is? <laughs> as, as I think it's it? a forty-three degree. Yeah, <laughs> the Nepean doctor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shane Richardson. I, mean, I remember Gary used to say, "Oh, I used to, I used to say, Gary, I said, mate, there's a breeze coming." He said, "No way, don't wish that on it. Makes it hotter." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, listen, good luck with the role, mate. We do appreciate your time. And Congratulations. We've, we've had so many fans contact us here at SEN, just so happy about the decisions that were made yesterday. And I tell you what, you've got some, some George fans nervous because they now think they're going to get the wooden spoon because the West Tigers are on the rise, Richo.
Yeah, well, you know, it's a look. Mate, it's always a challenge, but uh, you, you play football to win, and uh, we'll be going out to win every game we can next year. Absolutely. Congratulations, and thanks for joining us on Sports Day, Richard. Thanks, thanks, mate. Bye bye. Uh, you can grab the full interview of that, Uncuts, uh, with Shane Richardson on YouTube. Just look for SEN League. It is there. Make sure you subscribe because some pretty good content all over the footy season and off-season pops up on there. Sats. Um, wow. Adam Fanua Blake. Well, he's, he's a great operator and he gives his reasons behind Adam Fanua Blake. That, that's, that's a big call. He's one of the best players in the game. He's arguably one of the best forwards in the game that can really change the fortunes of your club. And for them to officially pull out of the race, a lot of people will say, that's ludicrous. You've got to go after him. But I think he gave a really good reason why. They've got to be flexible around their salary cap. They've got to be able to make decisions in years to come and not mm. tie uh, put all their eggs in one basket. Let me ask you this question, birthday boy. Mm-hmm. If you're Luai's management, what are you thinking after hearing those words today? I'm thinking that my player is going to feel really special. And I know he's special at Penrith now. He is highly regarded in the community and the playing group. Um, so that's not even a question, but to be told that you could be a potential leader of the club, mm-hmm. run out with the C next to your name, mm-hmm. um, that that goes a long way in, in just making you sit back and take a little bit more notice of what the club's got to say because I think previously it's all about we're going to give you all this money and we're going to give you all this money. Now you've got someone that's telling him publicly, and I've got no doubt probably it was happening behind closed doors before. You'd like to have, You'd like to think so, but... He's now got someone publicly saying, hey, this guy's not only a tremendous human being, but he's a potential leader of of our club. Great chat, Shane Richardson. Thanks for your time. I'm a believer now. I reckon the West Tigers are on their way. They're turning the corner. And if with a leader like that, I think they're in good hands. This is Sports Day. Back in a moment, uh, we've got some news, sporting news, the good all for you. Uh, later on tonight, too, that's ridiculous. If you've got one for us, 0457 736 or 8833 in New Zealand. Tonight, Sats and I have come up with some good gear that involves hot dogs and Nick Kyrgios. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show on what is Scott Sattler and Taylor Swift's birthday. Good company. Good company. Yeah, I'm going to share mine with Daryl Summers. I feel Summers. I feel like I've been robbed. <laughs> hey, coming up next uh, in about five minutes' oh, time. He's got a message from a mate of mine, Briggsy. He's the guy that lives in um, Salford in England. Oh yeah. He listens on the show. He's just saying, "Happy birthday, you busted old mutt." <laughs> Who needs enemies, mate? <laughs> hey, uh, have I said Jai Arrow, South Sydney back row joining or front rower joining us shortly? Yes. With the best mullet in the game. We've got to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. He joins us very shortly. Cobram Estate brings you the good oil. Premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. The uh, Aussies have picked their test team. Uh, Planet Pat named the side today. Um, Marsh in, green out. That's about it. But uh, And we've also got co-vice captains. I don't like this. Why do we have to have... Does everyone get to go? I... That's Pat Cummins talking to the team. I never used to like co-captains in rugby league. I never used to like that. It's sort of like, you, we're going to make you captain, but we're going to let him 
oh. their captain as well because we sort of think he should be there somewhere. Everyone has a go now. Yeah. So Travis Head, who's still drunk from India. Yep. And Steve Smith. And that's why he should be the captain. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We'll serve it. Well, you're getting rid of Planet Pat all of a sudden. Purely based on social etiquette, Travis Head in. Yeah, that's what we need. Mm. He, remember we spoke to him and I asked him the question. We're going to find this. I said to him, do you like electricity? And he says, oh, I like anything. Remember yep. he said that? Mm. There's your reason for being captain. Right there. Because he went against Pat. He went against Planet Pat. <laughs> so that's the change. That's uh, that's Mitch Marsh, home. Well, it's not really his home ground. He grew up playing cricket at the Wacker, didn't he? Who? Uh, Mitch Marsh. He hasn't he? played. No, they haven't played a lot of cricket. At Optus Oval yet in they Perth. Haven't. So uh, that test kicks off tomorrow lunchtime. So you, you can think, hear it live here on SEN and the SEN app. Do you think um, Pat Cummins is throwing a, just throwing a furphy out there saying that Marsh will be at? Well, no, he's, he, that's the 11. They've confirmed what the 11 is. Green's out. Yeah, cop that. Hey, Justin. Yeah, thanks for having me. Planet Pat backing me up. That's the good oil. For Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown harvested. And first cold pressed in northern Victoria, geez, the text machine. And phones are blowing up uh, Ree Richo on the show. We've got someone from New Zealand, uh, Warrior Holic from Wellington. G'day, Warrior Holic. Good evening, gentlemen. Uh, long time. That's my first time caller for your show. But, uh, Good stuff, mate. Hey, was, uh, I'm an ex-Tigers um, fan from back in the 80s who patched over to the Warriors, obviously, when they um, came into the comp. So... I felt for the Tigers fans for the past, you know, four or five years, having you know, been through a similar experience at the Warriors. And this time last year, I listened to the very first um, interview with Andrew Webster when he came to our club. Man, Shane Richardson reminded me of that. The guy speaks so much sense, clear, concise, logical, and he must be giving Tigers fans some hope right now. Do you know what, Warrior Holick, and I think you've hit the nail on the head, um, He's upset a few over the years, Shane Richardson, but that's what you you do when you mm. you know when you're a CEO and and the leader of your club. You've you've got to rattle the cage a little bit. But uh, like you said, Warrior Holicare with Cameron George as well. First and foremost, they realise that the rugby league department and the coach is the most important person in the organisation, not the not every other department that goes with the club. I think that's why we're lucky at the Warriors because we've got one owner, right? So we don't have a board. But when you've got these Sydney clubs with these big boards and particularly with the joint ventures, you know, you always wonder what their motivations are. But it sounds like he's got the, the power to actually control that board and empower Benji and the football boys to run it. So I'm really excited to see how they go. And I think it was a smart decision not to take Adamson or Blake, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Too much money to, to invest in a prop right now. Yeah, no, good call. Good call. And and, and Especially when they've got young Yatoika Manu yeah. coming through, yeah. And But, again, clear, decisive decision. Let's not muck around when we've, we've withdrawn our offer. Mm. That's it. Um, and, of course, his claims that South will win the premiership. You must have been very happy with those two, Warrior Holly. <laughs> yeah, mate. We're, we're going to be next, though, so you guys will have to wait over there at the Tigers. <laughs> yeah, guys. Thanks, mate. Hey, mate, keep listening and thanks for calling us. Call us anytime. There you have it. Actually, there was a text there um, about. Well, Tiger Davo says, boys, uh, Scotty Fulton, well, we, he thinks he might be on the way out. He was the one who was negotiating with Adam Fanua Blake's management. Benji has stepped in and Richo has backed him. Now, the, the thing Richo did say is it's not about coming in and clearing the decks and sacking people. That's. 
not what he'll do. What he will do is he'll get in there and he'll he'll basically just get a a, bare, a fair understanding of where everyone stands within the organisation, how much support they've got from uh, the coaching staff, the players, whatever it may be. Mm. Uh, and this is this is only the football, the rugby league department, I should say. And then he'll make some concise decisions around there. Yeah, no, I, mate, I was impressed. I've been impressed with everything he said today. And there is a text here that's come through from 896. Gents, as an NRL fan, we need competitive Tigers. And to listen to Richo compared to the old boss this morning on SEN was one all about the team and, and the club and the other was about himself. I can understand that from from Lee. He was a uh, Hadjibin Tellis. Well, I mean, he's just been dumped. You know, he believes... He's hurting. He's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and you you, you got to kind of take that into consideration. But, yeah, no, look, um, Richo... I good, thought you. Good luck with it. I thought your. Um, I thought your comment to him, that your remark to him, was was pretty profound actually. That, and I didn't pick it up myself when you said every time you talk about the club, you mentioned Benji's name, which is really important. That's why Absolutely. he says. Absolutely. You got to create an environment where your coach can just coach. Yeah. And not have to worry about all those little spot fires, which have emerged daily slash weekly at the West Tigers for a number of years. I appreciate your, your feedback, Sats. And what I loved about that's the first time from the West Tigers I've heard a CEO talk about the coach so much. Mm. I think it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So, And it's a football team. It's a football club, sorry, yeah. I think his words were. Right, got to go to a break. Uh, Roosters fans, turn your radio up because we've got a rabbit on next. Jai Arrow, best mullet in the business, joins us on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Now, um, last, what was it, Wednesday or Thursday? Uh, yep. By the way, we're here for World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. Um, we talked about the greatest mullets in world sport. And yep. we're talking all sports. And we're talking all mullets. Taro and Nikia. Yes, was there. Uh, Cam Smith, the golfer. Yep. Not the former rugby league star. Who else do we have in there? Oh, Nico Hines, the world's filthiest. Well, no. it's not really a mullet. That's, that's just a mop. That's just dirty hair. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Uh, this bloke was top of the list. Yep. Very good mullet indeed. Has he still got it? That's what I want to know. Let's find out. He's joining us now from the Mighty Bunnies. Actually, we're going to talk south. Jai Arrow joining us on Sports Day. G'day, Jai. Hey, boys. How you going? Good. You still got it? Have you still got the mullet? Uh, yes. It's uh, long, luscious, and um, it's not enjoying the heat at the moment. It's... Um, been a bit of a burden in this heat down in Sydney, especially with those heat waves we've had. Um, it's been, yeah, look, it's been tough, but um, it's it's still looking pretty. Uh, I'm starting to starting to look like Joe Dirt more and more every day, boys. So, nice. Uh, yeah, I love it. Now, Joy, at any stage, have you had it in any sort of band or scrunchie? Confirm oh, or deny? Oh, please no. Oh, I can confirm. Yesterday, for the first time. Um, being being um, in the hot box, uh, my hair's starting to really my hair's starting to really Freeze. annoy me, Sat. So um, I had it tied up yesterday because it was um, it was going everywhere and oh, um, it was actually starting to piss me off. So I can confirm that I, I did have it tied up uh, yesterday. 
This is disappointing. Do you know what? The, this the, is really The kids at Narang Roosters and Burley Bears. Are crying right now. They'd just be crying right now. But uh, I thought you were one of the hard men. But anyway, <laughs> let's move forward. Now, are you a player that loves preseason or loathes preseason? I think I know the answer to this. Maybe Jeez, I don't. I'm a bit on the fence here, especially now that I'm now that I'm getting older and uh, wiser and probably less physically in, um, less physically, I suppose. What's the word? Um, yeah, it's it's my ninth preseason now, so it's really starting to get to me. But I do love what I do. It, it's something that I'm passionate about. Don't get me wrong, but um, in this heat, uh, it, it, it is really starting to get to me, boys. But I, I suppose. Uh, I still pinch myself every day. I can't complain. I'm living out my dream. I play rugby league for a living, so I think I need to shut my mouth and uh, put my head down and tra- train my ass off to get myself right for round one, yep. which hey, is in Vegas just quietly, which oh, I, uh, know. I can't how, wait. How did you not? How did they pick Campbell Graham? Graham. Like, <laughs> Yeah, good question. <laughs> I, um, I actually asked if... I actually asked if uh, Stretch needed moral support going over there because I'd already gone over there for a business trip in um, a business. October. So I thought the club, I thought the club were going to, uh, you know, send me over there with him because they already knew that I'd been there and checked it out for yeah. him and checked out all the good gyms and um, all, all that kind of thing. So yeah, I was pretty baffled as to why they didn't send me, boys. Uh, I'm I'm not salty one bit, but I reckon they could have used extra hands over there to to chauffeur the boys around and mm. um, to make it much more of a Vegas experience instead of um, you know them not knowing what to do. So I'm pre- pretty salty at that, to be honest. And uh, whether the club trusts me or not, no no idea. But we'll just we'll go with that. Eh? Yeah. Hey, I mean the whole rugby league's world still scratches its head, its head as to why Woods is there. Like no no one can work that out. Yeah. Well, it is what it is, mate. Um, Stretch is over there now, and I've actually I FaceTimed him when he was at the NFL. So um, he said he's enjoying his time over there, and also I'm trying to do daily checkups with him. Um, I'm calling it Stretch's Diaries uh, every day he's in Vegas. So um, looking forward to Stretch's Diary um, today. I'm still waiting for a message, actually. So if you can get back to me, Stretch, that'd be great, mate. Very good. Hey, um, business in Vegas. Can you can you tell us more? Um, uh, so I, I know that we're, uh, heading maybe a couple of weeks before we play, but we're heading to San Diego for a, a 10, 11 day camp. So that'll be a great experience. I know we've got access to a college football, um, facility over there, which, which would be unreal. Apparently it's on the beach as well. So, um, we'll be, we'll be doing it tough over there. And then a couple of days before the, um, game then no doubts we'll head to Vegas and get settled in um, and then yeah it's go time on Saturday night I suppose and um, yeah hopefully celebrate a good win and um, especially it being round one we want to get up to a good start as well so um, I'm actually quite nervous with the boys who haven't been to Vegas yet mm. um, it's been known to swallow people whole and <laughs> I can tell you the first time I went there I, I came back a, a broken man physically, mentally and financially. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing a few heads that are 
um, physically, mentally and financially broke after the, um, you know, hopefully after a good celebration, after a good win. Who are you nervous about most in the team? Yeah. Oh, Tell us, Duncan. Oh, that's a good question. Oh, yeah, he's a young kid. He yeah. just recently come back from there, actually. So, um, you know, maybe he's sort of um, seasoned to it. But the ones at the top of my head, oh, Cody Walker, he's never been. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's never been. So I don't think he knows what to expect. So I'm looking forward to his head come when we leave. And I'm looking forward to taking photos of him, taking the piss out of him. Oh, so good. So good. Now, um... Saw so Tommy Burgess and also Damien Cook. He's a beach sprinter. I don't know whether you knew that. And AJ, AJ um, of course, Alex Johnston on the screens with the Wiggles. Now, you didn't get a start in Vegas. How did you not get a start with the Wiggles? Oh, well, looking at those boys, I understand they've got kids. And, and Tommy Burgess, looking at that video, he was in his absolute element. So <laughs> I didn't really want to take anything away from those boys. Um, in the Wiggles. I don't know how I would have went. I don't know if I'm a you know, children performer um, yeah, as they are, but those boys having kids and uh, Tommy absolutely loving life, being with the Wiggles. I'll let those boys have that, that little bit of fame and um, I'll, I'll just sit back, enjoy the videos, put them up on Instagram, take the piss out of them and um, yeah, let them, I'll let them do that. Hey, so now just back to your back to preseason training. I mean, once upon a time, Joy, there was the 10K run, the 5K uh, run, the beat test, the phosphate yep. test. What's the big test now at training in preseason? Uh, so our testing was the 1.2. Mm-hmm. Um, so 20, 40, 60 back five times. Um, so that's our sort of main test. Um, when we come back day one and um, you do another one, I think a few weeks later as well to see where you're at and if you're progressing, I guess. And, and there's also another one, which is just a, a six-minute test, basically run around the field in, uh, for six minutes for as far as you can. So they're the two testings that we've done this year. And um, the six-minute test was an absolute doozy. That, um, that surprised everyone. So... Um, yeah, it's good to see they're throwing in a few more Ks in the legs and um, <laughs> surprising us with, with longer runs. But um, I think those 10Ks and 5Ks sats are, are dead now. There's obviously a lot of science behind rugby league and um, young kids are getting soft these days. So um, we'll just stick to the 1.2 on the six-minute test. Not a lot of people like having this, Jai, but do you guys have a fat club? So if you are, uh, I suppose we do have a fat club, but if your skin folds uh, over your target and your weight is over your target, you have to do a little bit of extra um, hot box. So the cardio room, the altitude room with the heater on um, for an extra sort of half an hour when, when told. So I guess we do have a fat club, but it's not like fat clubs that I've um, seen in the past, which is, you know, start at 6 a.m. every day in the altitude room and then have to go and do a full day's training. So um, the boys have got it, say, much, much better than I have seen, but it is still tough as well. I think this um, the preseason for us has really ramped up this year, which is, um, you know, hopefully going to be good for us leading into the 24 season, um, especially 
with the way we finished the year last year. So, um, you know, hopefully a few more Ks in the legs throughout this preseason will will give us a you know a good run in leading into the twenty four season, boys. So, what do you make of the athlete? He's played twenty tests for the All Blacks. He's only 23, 24. Caleb Clark has been doing some training with you guys. He's a he's a specimen, isn't he? Do you think he'd make the transition easily enough if he if he had to? Yeah, physically he looks really good, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, he's a beast of a bloke, and I have seen him vaguely play union. Um, and the way he runs the ball, he, he seems like he's he's got that. Uh, you know, when Latrell carries the ball, he's got that. Um, you know, uses people as speed bumps. Yeah. he's a big boy. He's athletic. He's fast. He's strong. And um, I think I'm pretty sure speaking to him to it today, he's contract up next year i'm pretty sure with um you know the all blacks so he's only 24 years of age as well which is pretty scary so um i'd love to see him play league i'd love to see him suppose get the opportunity if he wanted to and i have no doubt that um south will south will be keeping their eye on him um especially how physically big and strong and powerful he is Mm. Plays on the wing, 109, 110 kilos. Oh, you'll probably end up with the Roosters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, before we let you go, uh, Joy, now that you're at the age you are, you know, you're 28 years of age and you've, you've been in the game a long time, what are the differences when you meet with the strength and conditioners and the performance crew, what are the sort of things that are touched on with you and your game? Even though you're, you're a veteran, you've been around a long time, what are the areas that you feel as though the feedback you get that you need to sort of improve on or – or continue just to polish up on? Uh, at the moment, for me, with the, I suppose, injury-ridden um, injury ridden year that I had this year, it's more about getting my body physically right and um, to prevent, I suppose, those injuries um, from happening. With the, with the footy parts of things, I suppose, if now that, you, you know, that I'm getting... Um, you know, I suppose on in my career and I'm starting to get older and um, I'd like to think wiser but I don't know how much wiser <laughs> I could possibly get even though I've got a kid you know a, a kid a bloody kid brain but I, I think it's more the um, leading these younger boys yeah. um, you know and helping them with their game and and just teaching them as much as I can to be you know, to be a, a good person off the field as well as if they have questions that come to me to, I suppose, mentor them and, and, and hopefully turn them into the best players they possibly can be. And, um, you know, my, my role doesn't change on the field. Stats. I go out there week in and week out with my heart on my sleeve and uh, put my body on the line and, and, and play my role for the team as best I can. But I think for me now, it's more to, to teach these young boys that, um, you know, if you put your mind to things and you, you can... I suppose, you know, do anything with it and um, just to help them and, and hopefully transition them into first grade. And once I, once it's all said and done and I'm sitting down with my legs crossed, retired, um, <laughs> you know, to see those boys come through and be quality people and quality players as well. Beautiful. Joy Arrow, we always end a South Sydney interview with Glory Glory just to annoy the crap out of our Roosters uh, listeners tonight. Mate, what have we learned today, boys? We've learned that Cody Walker... Uh, is in danger when he goes to Vegas. Well, we, Vegas is a long. <laughs> Vegas is a lot different to a casino. Yeah, true. Okay, in northern yes. New South Wales. And yeah. the other thing, yes, is, it is. and the other thing is, is that uh, Jairo is having issues with his hair mm. uh, at the moment and is putting it in a bun. That's what we've learned today. Yep. Thank exactly. you, Jai. We appreciate your time on Sports Day, mate. Go the bunnies in 2024, my friend.
Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Jai Arrow on Sports Day. For World Gym, train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Geez, aren't the Roosters listeners blowing up tonight on the text line because A, Shane Richardson, the new interim CEO of the West Tigers, reckons South will win the premiership. And then Jai Arrow comes on, who's a cool cat with bad hair, and they're just blowing up. Well, you do try and play. Like, I try and play neutral. Stuff them. But you just go, you go overboard with the whole South Sydney angle. And Rabbit Barrett tomorrow loves it. He says, glory, glory. Yeah, absolutely. But... <laughs> But listeners, as much as South Sydney, I growing up with South Sydney, I love South Sydney. Yep. I'll try and play the neutral zone for you, okay? Mate, you've got to be more Bondi parochial. Rooster Muzz, think of Rooster your dad. Man. Stuff them. Think of your old man. <laughs> mate, blood is thicker than water, he my friend. He actually hated the Roosters when they stole Ron Coote. Oh, mate, so. no one likes the Roosters. Hey, got an exclusive for you from SEN League. Geez, we've got all the exclusives tonight, haven't we? Zach Hosking has toured the Kemba Raiders facilities, looking like an immediate deal for 2024, the Savo Zach Sats. Hosking is, uh, of course, the son of the um, Mule Hosking from Manly back in the 90s, and he's a very good player. Now, he's a mature age player. Didn't make his debut till sort of mid to just after your mid-20s. Uh, and I think sometimes you're, better, you're more equipped when you do make your, your debut a little bit later. Uh, this would be a very good signing for Canberra. He's a very good player. Was unlucky to miss out on the 17 for the grand final team. Mm-hmm. Luke Garner got the nod ahead of him. Both um, same sort of player. Can play in the centres, play in the back row. And if he gets an immediate release, because um, we've got guys like Mav Guy and those guys coming through, he'd be a really good signing for Ricky. Really good signing. Rightio, watch this space. Check out SCN League. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel for SCN now, League. Now, SCN listeners yep. will... Be leaving us shortly for BBL 13 between the Stars and the Scorchers. Scorchers won the bat flip and we'll field first. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Greenkeeping Rooster says, Evening Sats and Woogie. Gee, that was riveting South Radio. It nearly put me to sleep. <laughs> By the way, happy birthday, Sats. Hope you had a great day. I did, Greenkeeping Rooster. Thank you very much. Um, Radio, break time. If you want to keep listening, if you're listening via SEN and you want to keep listening to the show, uh, for more South Sydney news, just download the SCN app. You'll find us on there. Or you can listen via the Super Radio Network. Back with more tomorrow. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Hello and welcome to the second hour of Sports Day. Oh, what's happened to my song? Mm. This is gone. There you go. Anyway, hey, welcome back to the second hour of Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, the birthday boy, uh, and Jason Matthews. Here. Jeez, how big was that first hour? Massive. 
We'll cover off on some of those things that Shane Huge. Richardson had to, mm. to say before. Uh, we're here for Kia, World Gym Australia, and also Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Uh, the big news, the big breaking news in the world of, you know what? Rugby league. Mm-hmm. Is Shane Richardson telling us about 40 minutes ago that they, the West Tigers, have withdrawn their offer for Adam Fenua Blake. We're chatting to Shane Richardson on Sports Day, the interim I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you an exclusive this afternoon, too. Here's an exclusive for you. We'll take We've it. We've actually withdrawn our offer. We've withdrawn our offer from Adam Fenua Blake. Okay. Okay. And, and, and why is that, Richo? Is that just based on the salary cap or is it more a bit of a research around the player? Oh, no. I know that he's a great player. He's one of the top three front rows of the game. But, mate, you know, you know we've got a really good – our forward pack's really strong. And we can add for that through our young players coming through. And um, but, and we've got a really great young half coming through too. But and we don't want to seal that off. But, you know, I, 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 we need flexibility in our cap to be able to do things that we need to do to make us stronger now. Um, and uh, and from that point of view, it's in my opinion and, and also Benji's opinion, because I wouldn't do it without Benji, that, you know, it's not anything to do with that. It's to, everything to do with where we need to focus our attention on. What are your thoughts, Sats? Well, he makes makes perfect sense. You know, sometimes you've got to bypass another player that is going to ask seven figures for the for the best of your salary cap. Like I said, they've got young Stefano Yutoikamanu coming through. He's a good young player. Still got a lot to learn. And he's nowhere in the, the same vicinity as Adam Fanua Blake yet. But he's got great potential. They need to put their, their time and effort into Stefano and try and retain him first and foremost because – like a lot of the other players from the West Tigers over the years who have been poached by other clubs, they've got to try and retain him first and put their work into him. So uh, I like his comments around the flexibility of the salary cap and having the ability to do what we've got to do when we want to do it, not be forced into corners, which which can really hamstring you, uh, hamstrung you uh, to the salary cap if um, if you throw all your, like you said you throw all your eggs in one basket. Mm. Well. And that doesn't turn out for some reason. You are stuck for any up to five or six years. We see some clubs, you know, the Bulldogs are just starting, only just starting to come out the other side. They've been in a hole for a while um, on a couple of occasions when it comes to the salary cap. And so it takes a long time to recover from it. You've got to have a, a really smart person, not only financially, but knows what the recruiting what the recruiting levels and the models are like. I also see red flags with Adam Fenua Blake as well with – not serving out contracts. And, and yeah, it's if, a concern, yeah. If there are issues off the field, he maybe he needs to take time away to sort them out. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. So It's a risk. I think, um, first and foremost, the Warriors would love to keep him, but I think they're resigned to the fact that he will come back to Sydney hmm. as part of the conditions in 2025. And again, the you know, if Adam Fanua Blake went to Cronulla, for example, you can't take one player from Cronulla because one player is not re- going to replace him. No. You got to take a couple of players. Like, is it a uh, Oregon Kafusi and a you know Braden Ueli or something one like that? But um, I, I, that's really interesting that they've withdrawn their offer, and that's only happened obviously in the space of today, twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah. I would I would think that as uh, Davo said earlier on, maybe maybe Benji feels as though it's it's not the right fit for the team holistically, not only from a salary cap point of view but from a playing group point of view as well. Well, you wouldn't think that Richo's had the chance to, you know, have a good deep dive on this offer. Yep. 
he's obviously taken some feedback, as you say, from yeah. Benji and gone, right, mate, if you don't want him, um, then we'll, we'll withdraw our offer. Actually, you, you talk about Benji. You said it last night. You, you have said it a few times that you're, you know, you, you think you'll go all right as coach of the West Tigers. I have more confidence in that now mm-hmm. because, and we said it earlier tonight, I just love the way that Richo keeps referring to his coach. Uh, talks about Benji like every time you hear him well, talk. Well, the most profound comment that he made was, we're a rugby league club. Yep. We're a footy club. We're not a sales club or a no. commercial club. All that comes with it. But if the players aren't performing on the field or doing their best, then it's a, a club, whatever club it is that their fans and community are proud of, all the other stuff comes with it. Yeah, that's right. Now, now, the memberships, is, the yeah. commercial, the sponsorship, that all comes yeah. with it. Yeah. And I think Benji's going to have his struggles this year, no doubt about it, particularly if they lose a few on the trot, you know, how he gets the team motivated and focused. But there's another side of Benji that you, I mean, a lot of people know of, but I think should be celebrated. And is it Jareem Buller? Jareem Buller. This yeah. is, uh, is this, are you talking about the audio yeah. from throughout the year when he, yeah. he was going through a bit of a bad patch when it comes to his training? Yeah. And he spoke to his coach. Yeah. I remember one time off the training, um, I had one of the worst trainings I was just so overwhelmed. Um, I started crying. I, I, I was about to walk off the field and then Benji just started talking to me. Mm. And he just asked me, is footy the most important thing in my life? Mm. And because I was so wound up, I just said yes. Mm. And um, he asked me again and then I said no. And then mm. he said, is family more important than footy? Mm. I said yes. Is, um, is my faith more important than footy? And I said yes. And he helped me. Um, he brought me back into um, perspective mm. and help me find that silver lining. That's very Wayne Bennett like. It's very um, very senior coach like, isn't it? Because they the great coaches, the belly aches and the Bellamy's, they they take time to talk to the player as a one person. Well, you got to know the player first and foremost. Yeah, you know? it's like anything. It's like when going into negotiations, you got to know what the motivation is first and foremost, and from that motivation. It gives you the ability to know the, the employee, the player, whatever it may be. So to hear that from Dream Buller, such a young player, when, when you're a young player, everything's at breakneck speed. You, know, you just want to get there really quickly. Yeah. But for a young player to be able to identify that, but most importantly for Benji to be able to identify, and this doesn't surprise me. As I've said on a number of occasions, I've told you off air as well, he'll go all right, Benji. He's a smart, intelligent guy, but most importantly, he's emotionally intelligent. He, mm. he can read the room really well. Mm. He knows when to amp things up. He knows when to, when, when to uh, take a step back as well. And for him to be able to, to, be able to get through to Jareem and be so profound in his, in his uh, presentation to Jareem about how he should be feeling mentally and what his priorities are, now that would be for every player. Mm. I'll, I'll use another example. He'd look at Dream and say, Dream is just a player that just plays off the cuff. He sees what he sees and he just plays it. And that's why Benji played. Um, Benji was a great student of the game as well. Did a lot of research. If you looked at Cooper Cronk, he'd probably be different with Cooper Cronk because Cooper wants information overload. He wants to know where he is at every given time, what the game plan is, what role does he play in the game plan, who does he have to have around him, two completely different players. And that's the art of coaching, identifying those different players, their personalities, what's their motivation. And then driving that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, good call. 0457736736. I know we talked about last night, West Tigers supporters. How are you feeling now after today, after hearing the interim CEO, Shane Richardson, on our show and at that media conference today? I tell you what, you should be pretty confident. 
it should be pretty confident. I think more focus going on to football and less on to other stuff at the club. I think it's a, a very good idea. And Richo will help him get there. Um, it is your birthday today, Sats. Mm-hmm. 52 years of age. I have it on good authority. Your good friend, Glenn, uh, is standing by to wish mm-hmm. you a happy birthday in Marilyn Monroe white dress, no underwear, and, With? F- and a fan blowing yeah. the dress around. Is that true, Glenn? Oh, Justin, have you got a camera here, mate? Happy birthday, Satsy. Thank you, Glennie. You Appreciate it, pal. Spe- special day, mate, having a birthday on Moratar West Wacky Wednesday. I know. I know. I thought about it first yeah. thing this morning, yeah. Oh, what well, a load of rubbish. Mate. You did not. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, what I was sitting in the front seat of the 11 bus service yesterday, coming back from the bottle shop, next to <laughs> the newest member of my bevy, the blonde bus driver, Bev when I noticed an old Corviel, believe it or not, Corvettiel in front of us with a bumper sticker saying, I'm not drunk, I'm just avoiding the potholes. Bad luck, even Eileen, on having to leave pointless at the end of round two the other day with a lowest ever score of three. This is what he loses me. When he he starts talking about pointless, that's when he loses me. See, I was all up for the, you know, sitting in the bus and... And half point stalking. I was waiting for another <laughs> word to come out <laughs> and start it with B. <laughs> oh, Seriously. Happy many, happy, uh, many happy returns to the old Roosters legend. All the best, mate. Thank you, Rooster Mars. Mickey G says, happy birthday, Sats. Thank you, Mickey G. On his bus. Yep. Happy birthday, Sats. You son of a gun, you. Thanks for another great year. Long may you run. That's from 127. Uh, I've, I've got to say, we're on the trucky. Is hoping you're having a Mickey Mouse day, Sats. We've also um, my on-air girlfriend, uh, Hillstorm Hillary, as well. Said happy birthday to my favourite ride jump ride partner. Sats, well, see, I've behave, woogie. Oh, I was gonna say, I've got questions. <laughs> what does she mean by ride partner? Well, and does Rebecca know? It's between us, okay. And I best that you don't tell her as well. I'll be in a car with you two for an hour on Saturday night. Really? Yeah. Where? Oh, we're going to the end We're of the going morning. on a triple yeah. date. <laughs> if you put, you know, you pull out, I pull out. What? <laughs> if you don't go, I don't go. G'day, Scott. Just a happy birthday for today. And I noticed this is trending on Twitter. Hashtag Woogie's a flog. Up the roosters. Cheers, Brad why, from why, Redhead. Why would you write that? And and the, who else is there? TB, who's Tony, listening to 2GF. Yeah. Woogie, if you knew what you were talking about, possibly give you some credibility. <laughs> In which area? Can you narrow it down? Uh, now, also, Walnuts. <laughs> I've got to love it. That's a great name. Hey, crew, I love the show. Thank you very much. But you need to stop being disrespectful. Ooh. And call our test captain by his proper name. Oh, sorry. Solar Panel Pat. <laughs> my phone was just about out of charge when I went to send this text, so I had to start the diesel generator to plug my charge. <laughs> Listen, I've got one here from 087 on yeah. your woogie. Bore it up then. And there's salary sombrero. Brown paper bag. Roosters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't use this show, okay? You can't use this show to continually yeah. beat the hell out of the roosters. Oh, get rid of me then. I'm oh. happy to sit at home. Happy birthday, Sats. This is from 0977. Happy birthday, Sats. And Albo is a flog. <laughs> Every night. We love it, 0977. Oh, mate, what about this cyclone that's hitting far north Cyclone Queensland? Jasper. Right now. It's hitting right now. At the Cam Smith's young bloke's name is Jasper. I wonder if he's a cyclone around the house. Oh, 
Well, that's a really loose connection, but nice. I saw, mm-hmm. I saw what you did there. <laughs> um, what about your new premier, Stephen Miles, today, addressing the media? Mm. Like, seriously, you're like Glenn. You read everything. Show some compassion. And there's going to be wins and there's going to be some rain. It is. It's like listening to Glenn. I felt like I had to play never-ending story in the media conference. <laughs> Just shut up. Dude, we actually just saw some footage because it's been intensified to a category two. It's quite serious. Cyclone it's very serious. Jasper. And it's up around uh, Hope Vale and Cairns and Palm, uh, coming, Palm. coming all the way down to just the tail of it around Townsville as well. Yep. Uh, Townsville, Cairns, about four hours in between by car. So, um, yeah, it is quite serious. There's a, a lot of water that's finding land, which is always very concerning for businesses. And What about the idiots in the water? That's what I was going to say. We just saw some footage on the news of, of a guy on a boogie board out in the ocean. It's not the ocean I'm worried about. It's what's in the ocean. Yeah. There are crocodiles, people. Exactly. Why would you do that? Yeah, it's fair to say he's not that smart. And the other idiots up there who are just outrageous, why... why? Why do the reporters have to stand in the rain? I know. We know it's raining. Yeah. And we, we implore everyone to not go outside. Well, you're outside. outside. Just you're, shut up. My, <laughs> my kids no. are watching you going, I want to go outside. Gary Youngbury's outside. Why can't I go? He shouldn't be. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to prove your point. Didn't you say you saw a video the other day? Oh, this lady in America trick? just saying the, wind's going, uh, the, <laughs> the rain's going sideways, the wind is... Really heavy. Uh, the rain is just ri- ridiculous. And all of a sudden, this stop sign just took her out <laughs> out of nowhere. She just disappeared. She deserved it. She was safe in the end. But Hey, yeah. can I give a special shout-out? And a lot of our listeners are probably... The crime scene? Yep, thank you, crime scene. Oh, oh sorry. Keep no, going. no. I just want to um, shout-out to Jimmy Barnes, who's mm. gone, under, uh, gone under for open-heart surgery. He got an infection. Yep. And it spread. So he's had to have uh, open heart surgery. And he was saying that he's been, he put out a release, said, I've, I've never been this fit. And he's fit and healthy. And he's, I follow him on social media. He's got his own veggie garden at home and doesn't drink or anything like that anymore. Far cry from the old days. Yeah, like he bashed his body up, didn't he? Yeah. But it, when the, uh, the cold chisel days, even his, when he was uh, in solo. But in saying that, he's, he's done like a 180, hasn't he? He's yep. very organic. And yep. I've got to say, my wife. What's the, what, there's a lesson in this for all of us. What? Just throw yourself into everything. The minute you have a veggie garden, you open heart surgery. Yeah, don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. Don't grow what do you, your what own do you have cabbage. Like three bottles of vodka. No, don't do that. I'm joking. Yep. But he, he my destroyed wife, his body. His, his wife and my wife. Jane and Rebecca. His wife, Jane. Yep. And Jimmy Barnes walked in when my wife used to run this retail store. She They walked in. Ah. And like you'd think, like he's one of the the Barnes you trying to dress. He's like one of the well, he's one of the most well-known entertainers in Australia, um, isn't he? Easy, yeah. Him and Angry Anderson, yeah. <laughs> and Shannon I was, Noel. I was serious. And so they walked and into Casey the shop. Casey Donovan. She's, and, <laughs> she's and my wife said, "Oh, that's Jimmy Barnes. I thought he would have security with him. They just walking around carrying the, was the shopping shopping bags for his wife, and they bought some stuff. And she said, "Oh, we're going to go walk around for a while." Yeah. We don't want to carry it around with us. And my wife said, no, it's all right. We'll, we can just get it dropped off where your hotel is. Like, just dropped off at this normal little hotel. Normal. You think Jimmy Barnes, penthouse, overlooking the ocean. No. This one had like a mirror on the ceiling. It just, love, love heart-shaped bed. 
it had a corn operator next to the bed where you put <laughs> renting it by the, the hour and the bed shakes. No, but yeah, you've just, just described your honeymoon. He's so down to earth. Yeah, I love him, mate. Can I, Bruce? Yeah, I actually went out for dinner with Barnsey and Jane one night. Did you really? Back in the back in the day. Is this when you were working in music? Yeah, mm. and unbelievable night. Yeah, just a few wines and. Some seafood, like great people, uh, the, and they like they didn't. Have Is to he talk a social singer? No. Nah. You know, some people have a few drinks, and they just yeah. all of a sudden, whatever songs on the background, they've just got to sing it. I, I'm like that. I'm yeah, a right. social singer. Yeah. No, but he wasn't a social no, no. singer. It's only about five that is at the time went out with the record company and mm-hmm. him and and Joe, they, they were wonderful, beautiful people. Has the AVO finished now or not? No. <laughs> no, because the reason I had to explain it was about five of us because you would have thought I was at like a dinner with a thousand people. <laughs> And he was presenting an award to someone. Remember during COVID, the family were doing home concerts, acoustic comp- concerts. Pretty cool. Yeah, oh, mate, that's, yeah, that, all that stuff was great. Um, what else did we want to talk about? We've ticked off on ordinary uh, reporters, mm-hmm. uh, Cyclone Jasper, Barnsey. We spoke about Jareem. Bill. Oh, let's do a big BBL update. Okay. Twoies. I feel like a twoies or two. Drink responsibly. Uh, just FYI, two more sleeps until the family goes to Bali. Yeah, you're home alone. Oh, I don't know what to do, Scott. I've got so much Who's on the go. Who's after the animals? Oh, well, I will. Mm. And that's what you know, my, my miso says. No, you can't go out every night. Like, as if I would. Come on. Well, there's no one really for you to go out with. No. Oh, I'm happy mm. to go out by myself. And she goes, you've got to feed the animals. Mm. Yeah, that's what you think. Um, the Brisbane Heat. Less neglect. No, I won't way. do that. Yeah. Brisbane Heat beat the Sydney Thunder overnight by 20 runs. Jeez, they're good. The Heat, they're what? They've well, they've na- played seven games already in four four days. They've played three games in five days. They mm-hmm. had one uh, washout and they had uh, two wins. But this was the turning point last night. Ross has picked that up off his pads. He hasn't and got enough of it. What a catch. Great catch, Michael Nessa. Nessa was sliding into first, took the catch, got the Makita wicket. And the Thunder are well and truly in trouble. Jimmy Smith and Doug the Rug calling that last night on on SCN on Big Bash Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an amazing catch. You saw it at the Sarvo sat. I did. I Fully did. Stretched. How's this guy not? Well, he was injured. Yeah, but he wasn't even in the plans for the Australian team. He he didn't go over to India. He can bat. He bowls with heat. Yep. He can feel. Well, he does. He plays for the I heat. I know. Yeah. I know what you're gonna say. So okay, you got Hazelwood, Stark, Cummins, and Solar Panel Pat. At the moment. Yep. Okay. Next in line is young Lance Morris. The, well, the wild thing. or Scotty Boland. Scotty so Boland. Lance Morris or Scotty Boland. Okay, so let's say Scotty then Boland. Nisa. Lance Morris. Then Nisa. Then Nisa. Which I think is unfair. You should be ahead of Lance Morris. Not bad, but is it? They only put Lance Morris in that squad, I'm telling you, because he's a Perth boy, so he's there. Mm. But, uh, uh, yeah, mate, but, he's just so unlucky. But you put him in the side, but if he's not going to play, okay, well, let me ask another number. Let me ask you this question then. At what stage... Does Nisa go, look, I'm not going to get picked for Australia. Look what's ahead of me. Um, I might as well just go travel the world and earn some decent coin playing T20. The Chris Lynn model. Yeah. Yeah, he got to the stage where I'd, he thought the test selectors didn't have enough faith in him in the, the long version of the game. So as we see now, he just goes around the world, the Caribbean, the um, Caribbean. Middle East. It's Caribbean. Uh, the Middle East, England, Super all these different competitions, the IPL. Um, yeah. There'll be there'll come a stage very soon, I think. Well, time's a ticking, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I just just on that, they they won, 
they won pretty easily by 20 runs. They only made 151 at Marnica Oval, which was about 20 to 30 runs under par, but slow pitch, slow outfield. He's 33, Michael Neeson. Yeah, so time's running out. Oh, I'd be saying, listen, guys, it's been wonderful. He was born in South Africa. Was he? Yeah, Pretoria. You're not looking at Marnus Labuschagne's. No. <laughs> okay, just checking. Um, but, mate, it's, it's time for him, I reckon. To make, he, he can make a ton of cash. Mm. Playing now uh, that I've seen his age, yeah, I think you, I think you're right. Um, but I just want to say the Heat. I tell you what, I think they've got from what I've seen so far this year in BBL 13, they've got the best bowling attack. You have got Nisa, sexy Spencer Johnson, mm. uh, those big left armers, Bartlett, um, Sweats, Swepson, and Coonham and spin attack. Well, can you remember years ago when they were you got they tall were... Paul um, Walter? I think his name is the bomb, seven foot tall. Really? Yep. They used to remember they used to put on a score years ago that had Lynn and um, Basball, and they put on a score, but they just couldn't defend it. They had a terrible bowling lineup. Xavier Butler was only really young, first come in, first time coming to the Heat, and but now they've actually they've they've recruited really well. Well, all they had really was Daniel Vittori, didn't yeah. they? Mm. So yeah, anyway, they're looking pretty good uh, tonight. The Stars and Scorchers. Are in action two for ten after two overs. The stars, the stars are terrible. I, I, I had I saw them firsthand last Thursday. They are terrible. Well, They're, scorchers and the sixes are the favourites. Uh well, I'd say the heat are now there. Mm. But it's yeah, oh, it's the stars fielding and bowling was the, they're they're a bowler they're a bowl or two short I think. But now their batting seems to be. Do in you trouble agree? With, do you agree with Kerry O'Keefe the other day saying that Australia is. Losing its love for cricket, they're all cricketed out. No, I just think this summer, it's it's pretty disappointing. You've got because we've got the Test Championship, we've gone to India, we've gone World and now, Cup, and now we've got Pakistan and West pa- Indies. We've got BBL. See, I mate, I, lo- I love going home every night and watching BBL after we get off air and listening mm. to it on the radio driving home. But I just, I just think it's it's not a very exciting summer with Pakistan, the West Indies. A bit later, we've norm we've normally had. One or two tests by now, Sats. Mm. And the other thing is, well... Joe Richardson, he's another one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And But I tell you what, it will get interesting in February, just before the footy season, because we go to New Zealand and play the Kiwis. That'll be exciting. Mm. That'll yeah. be that'll be good. So, mm. Rightio, uh, that's our cricket update for two E's. I feel like a two E's or two. Drink responsibly. Um, up next, I'm going to get into That's Ridiculous. If you've got one for us, 0457... Seven three six seven three six. I've got a quick one. A double eight double three if you're in New Zealand. You've never seen Will Ferrell's movie Elf. Come on, that's ridiculous. No, I haven't. I my love daughter, Will Ferrell. My daughter gave and my son gave me um, Will Ferrell Elf pajama shorts. Oh, nice. And uh, shirt today. Oh, nice. With Elf and Will Ferrell. In the you front wear pajama like a suit to to bed. No, just like a shirt. But that's ridiculous that you've never seen Elf. No, I've never seen it. Wow. Rightio. Thank you, Stormy Daniel. I share a birthday with his cousin, Nadine. And as I said earlier, I'm one of the half of the gladiators, Arthur Summons. There you go. Uh, That's Ridiculous is next. Get involved. You want tonight. Sats and I have got That's Ridiculize about hot dogs and Nick Kyrgios. It's on the way next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. 
This is Sports Day. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. Right, let's rip straight into it, Sats. Let's talk about your hot dogs. So Nathan's famous hot dogs, of course, uh, for many years has hosted the hot dog eating competition. Of course, um, what's his name? Uh, yeah, uh, the Aussie. No, yeah, no, uh, the one that wins the hot dog eating comp every year, uh, Joey Chestnut. Oh, Joey Chestnut. Yeah, so the Nathan's famous hot dog eating competition. Now, when it first opened many, many decades ago, it used to hire people to dress as doctors to stand outside and eat hot dogs to convince people they were healthy. Come on, that's ridiculous. Mate, that's nothing. Doctors used to smoke. <laughs> and they, back in, they the, too, back in the 50s and 60s, they used to tell patients to smoke. What, so what calm, was that? To calm their nerves. Oh, wow. I know. Oh. Um, I've got one for you. Uh, a recent, no, 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 oh, Daddy, we need you for this. A recent study has shown that over a third of Gen Z and millennials have menu anxiety. Come on, that's ridiculous. So they're too anxious to order their food <laughs> and need to get a friend to order for them. So is this whilst in a restaurant or? All round. Well, let's ask one. It's like I don't know whether to get the garlic bread or the prawns. That's what. That's a millennial <laughs> talking. Definitely. What Definitely. Do you, do you, do you go through this? Yep. With you or Experiences the every so, every Friday night. So is it you or the miso? Both. So what you look at a menu? I what, can't do it, Sats and Wargie. I just I don't know. It's it's too much pressure. It's just too much pressure. It's what, just I, food, mate. It's just food. Yeah, but like just miso's up. looking over my shoulder. Uh, you know, why she look at, why does she not have her own menu to read from? But she passes the phone to me. Oh, you're talking menu off the phone because this is what the kids do now, don't they? They don't, yeah. they don't go to a restaurant, sit down, and see, talk see, to each other across the table and look at a menu. See, so, okay, so I'll call her on the way home. I'll be like, look, miso. Yeah, I'll be like, look, sushi, pizza, uh, Thai. What do you reckon? And she'll be like, oh. Not pizza tonight. All um, right, see you later, mate. You hang up. Yeah. And I'll go, oh, well, should we get sushi then? And she's like, oh. Oh, for God. Sushi God. delivered? No, like I'll order oh. it and go pick it up. And then, wow. like, I don't know, and then get Can home. Imagine being on this phone call. Can you hit never ending <laughs> stuff? No, it's stressful, but It's stressful. I'd rather listen to Just girls. shut up. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> mate. The rooster mother says, Woogie oh. and Worm, that's ridiculous. Wood ducks. The most part spend their entire life with one partner, but on occasions they have been known to arrive at a gathering with one partner but leave with another. Come on, that's ridiculous. Here, here. What do they have? What? What beaks and bowls or something? We well, he's saying it's the same as humans, keys and bowls. Yeah. Alrighty. Hmm. Uh, what about Nick Kyrgios? What about him? Has revealed he no longer wants to play tennis. Come on, that's ridiculous. Some would say he never has really. I like Nick. Oh, yeah, but you're sucked into the the vortex. The, the vortex no, of, I don't. Oh, mind it's him. Nick Kyrgios. Wait, does everyone talk seriously? That's the millennial chat, isn't it, Daddy? But you're talking about yeah. me then, so do I talk like that as well? <laughs> do I? Oh, tell you what, uh, whoever what? his racket sponsor is, they're gonna have a bit more money now because he, he he smashes so many rackets. Mm. But so does John McEnroe, and he's one of the greats. 
Yeah. Do not ever. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Come on, that's ridiculous. Do not ever. No, I just set you right. Put man. Nick Kyrgios and John McEnroe in the same sentence. Oh. This show's crap. I'm going to a break. <laughs> the all-electric Kia EV6 with up 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range and Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show, Sats. Mm-hmm. Uh, thedogs.com.au, home of Greyhound Racing. What's gambling really costing you? Simon Orchard, Maitland's finest, uh, joining us on the show right now. <laughs> uh, there's plenty of Christmas racing happening Saturday at Wenny Park, mate. Yeah, great intro. Thanks, boys. Maitland's finest indeed. Uh, Christmas gift and Christmas cheer. Races six and eight on the program Saturday night. We do these every year, boys. It's really festive. If you turn on the TV, you'll see the trainers wearing Santa hats and everyone having a really good time. So, uh, it's, it's Are the really, dogs dressed as reindeer? I think that's where we can take <laughs> no, it the step further. No, oh. <laughs> no dogs. Uh, not yet, anyway. Maybe next year, the reindeer race uh, down the street. You can have that idea <laughs> for free. Or something yeah. like that. All right. Um, but, yeah, if you want to have a bet, fellas, the Christmas cheer, it's a, it's a staying distance race. So 25 grand. Rita Piper won the Newcastle Cup. She is just the form dog in New South Wales at the moment. Group one winner down in Melbourne. We've talked about her a bunch on the show. She came out and she romped it in in the Newcastle Cup. She almost broke the track record there. And I just think she's the dog to beat. Although, zipping Vanessa, also probably the, the two best stayers in New South Wales at the moment. She returns from a little layoff. So the race, the Christmas cheer, is either between the two or the eight. Ritza Piper, zipping Vanessa. I like Ritza Piper. So that's race six on the program. And then race eight on the card is the Christmas gift. It's for the 520-metre sprinters. Uh, I like the eight eyes to eyes. This is a young dog on the rise for a bloke named Neville Brown, uh, and it has just been rattling off some uh, explosive times at Lenty in the last couple of weeks. 29.5, 29.6. This is airborne, fellas. And eyes to eyes, still a very young greyhound and one who I think we're going to be hearing a lot more about in 2024. Uh, wide draw is going to be difficult in a race of this nature, but I just love it. I love this dog, and I love big Nev, and if uh, Ice Wise gets up, he might even shout the bar at Wenty Park. So nice. get on down on Saturday night because it promises to be a big, big night of chasing to cap off what's been another wonderful year for the dogs in New South Wales. Good stuff. It has been a great year. Now, you uh, you gave me a tip last week. With, uh, I think I've got to collect. I did, I did actually, it's, oh, nice. uh, each way. Uh, so what are some tips for this week? Be kind. It's Sats' birthday today. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday, Thank Sats. You, you share Simon. a birthday with young Edie Orchard. My little two-year-old is having a birthday today as well. So oh. there you go. Two greats of the world. And also Arthur Summers. <laughs> Arthur Summers, yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, there you go. And well, Taylor Swift, of the, course, uh... which we revealed earlier. Mm. Oh, Gee whiz, yep. that's a powerful trio. It is. Uh, it is. Summon Sattler and Swift, yep. the three <laughs> uh, Tonight, it. boys, six, six, eight at Tomorrow. Race six, number eight, Bulls Chance. Really like it. Six, eight at Tomorrow. And Richmond, if you like a bit of value instead, race seven, number six, Nangar Luna. You might get a bit more meat on the bone. I'm off to the pub to celebrate Edie Orchard's birthday, and Good I'll stuff. have one for you as well. So and one for and and T Swizzle. Have one for T Swizzle yeah, as, well, right? as well. Shake it off, mate. Shake it <laughs> well, off. We'll have that on in the car on the way, no doubt. My, my other daughter's favourite artist.
Uh, the dogs.com.au, the home of everything greyhound racing in New South Wales. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks, Simon. Enjoy your dinner. Good on you, boys. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Happy birthday, happy... There we go, I just thought I'd play that too. Happy birthday, happy birthday... Is this Chow, the guy from... from um, <laughs> I think Daddy looked up crap birthday songs. <laughs> Mr Chow from uh, The Hangover. Rightio, uh, welcome back to the show. We're going soon. Three for 49, the stars, 8.1 overs. Um, we've got a text here from Rooster Mars. Remember... To always gamble responsibly, you win some, you lose more. Mm-hmm. You want to read it out? Can you look? Can you read it out? Because I'm just looking at. Um, G'day, mate. Hope you're well. Can you please let Woogie and Worm know yeah. my brother's new horse is racing at Canterbury this Friday night, 15th of December. It's been trialling the house down. <laughs> Canterbury race two, number eight. Race two, number eight. Okay. Viacon. Uh, Viacon. It is Viaconi. Viconi, sorry. Yep. Rooster Mars. Coming out of gate two. Radio. Chris Lees is the trainer. Good trainer. Okay, beautiful. Text messages. I'm just getting on. I'm getting on it now. Rooster Why, Mars. Jai? Why? You're not a new age guy. What's that in reference to? What do you say? He's trying to be a um, crime scene. trying to be a, a poet. Oh. Um, evening, lads. Good luck to the Tigers. Benji, we all want a competitive comp up, up Cronulla. Merry Christmas. Budster says, absolutely. Um, also, we've got here... Uh, that's ridiculous. There are supermarkets in Russia. This is Tommy in Sydney. There are supermarkets in Russia where the entire aisle is devoted to one thing, different brands of vodka. Yeah, there you go. That's your kind of supermarket, isn't it? Nah, no, no, no. Hey, Budstar, you want a bit of this? It's taken me about an hour to work out what he meant, but he wanted some finger. Oh. It's good to listen to when you're overseas. What are you laughing at? Oh, just Steve and his, his man crush on Brett Kenny. Oh, no. Uh, happy birthday, Scotty. You and Jason are doing a terrific job. Stephen Miles is a super A-grade flog. Jeez, <laughs> Bondi Jack. Now, what? listen. Listen. <laughs> Can't on. say I don't agree with you, but we've got to be neutral when yeah, it comes we have to, to politics. Yeah. All right? right? Yeah. And he could arrest us at any stage. Brad from Reddit says, menu anxiety, isn't it just the fish finger sanger or grilled sausages and tinned spaghetti for birthday dinner? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, but Daddy daddy worries me. Do you think we have to take him to husband camp? Oh, his missa won't marry him. She won't? Nah. No way. Why not? Oh, Jason and Sats, all the best, mate, on your special day. Hope you had a fantastic day. We're not getting married. (laughs) And have an even better night. Whoa. Uh, Good interview with Joy. He sounds like a great bloke. Yeah, he is. St. Boyd, listening on 2HG. And cheers and Saints won't get the spoon. The Bulldogs of the Gold Coast will batter that out. I don't think the Gold Coast will, St. Boyd. I think they'll go all right this year. Uh, by Next the way, season, I should say. By the way, Rooster Muzz. Daddy, Rooster Muzz says keep it to yourselves. We've just read out oh. the tip. Hey, uh, Daddy. Michael from Dremoyne says, hey, Woogie, and happy birthday, Sats. I bought you a nice bottle of wine. It's going down real good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Our crime scene was referring to Jai's hair tie. Yeah, nah, I, I agree. I'm not big on that. 
Okay, uh, another mark also. Sats, what do you know of the Tigers signing of uh, Solomon Alamalo? Good player, born in Auckland, played for Wellington. He's played for a number of Super Rugby clubs. Hasn't been able to break into that that All Black sort of squad, extended squad. But he is a very good player, uh, Mark. I've got to say, I'm really excited about this kid. He's mm, a good. really, really good player. He's a he's a winger slash fullback. I think he could play centre wing fullback in rugby league. But he's he's a good signing for the West Tigers. Uh, I just want someone to do a welfare check too tomorrow on that bus driver that. Uh that Glenn's was on their bus On sports today. day, it's oh, time for the last Check into Barbie or Barbara, whatever her name was. I can't was. believe I just wandered in. Oh, you serious? He's coming right in. He's going to do oh. a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. Come on, mate. What kind of music do chiropractors listen to? <laughs> I don't know. Hip-pop. <laughs> Hip-pop. <laughs> so I've got my daughter gave me a bad dad jokes 2024 calendar. She said, you need a help. You need a hand, dad. You need a hand. So that was out of the calendar. Yeah, great. Is what, that like a whole year's what, worth? Kind of. Oh, God. Kind of bones to characters. Hey, um, you can grab a copy of our interview with Shane Richardson. Uh, go to SCN League on YouTube for that. Also, check out our podcast from wherever you get your podcast from. We will be back tomorrow night. Oh, the first test is on tomorrow on SCN. Cannot wait. Go the Aussies. Catch hey, us yeah. Happy birthday, mate. Goodbye.